0: Hello! You're listening to That Time We Woke Up In A Podcast And Had To Explain Manga, our heated adventures overanalyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over-Manga Cast. I'm Matt, and tonight we read Blue Period by Tsubasa Yamaguchi, the lovely coming-of-age story where a high school delinquent decides he wants to do art real good and is also a werewolf. But maybe not. Maybe we just don't understand how metaphors work. Anyway, find out for yourself. Uh, we read chapters 1 through 12, so if you're avoiding spoilers or want to judge us harshly, uh, that's our frame of reference. <laughs> Enjoy the episode.
1: Mom! Welcome back to the Overmong cast. My name is Sam, and as always here at the top of the episode, we talk about our familiarity with the property that we read this week. Zero. Absolutely nothing. Never heard of it. Uh, went in utterly blind. And that's really all
2: I gotta say. So, uh, Jake. I also went in completely blind. I heard Blue Period, and the first thing I thought of was, huh, I wonder if Blue Gender back from the late 90s, early aughts was any good. I remember watching that on Adult Swim. This is nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) So like my mind went to about the opposite place that this actually was. How about you,
0: Matt? I actually have some familiarity with this in that I had this series recommended to me from multiple sources. Uh, it was a bit of a like indie manga, is going to sound weird because I don't actually know who publishes this and it's probably an actual publisher. Uh, but uh, it, it's recommended as a, a pretty good manga to pick up. So uh, I've also seen it like prominently placed uh, in bookstore displays. So I got around to reading it.
3: All
1: right. And Jay.
3: So I was introduced uh, to Blue Period through Matt and I thought it the arts was very beautiful. And the fact that... and I like art-based pieces, so... Yeah. Curiosity won over and glad that we read this.
0: The art is really good. And like, one of the things mm-hmm. I notice about uh, this particular thing, which we're spoiling it a little bit. Also, you should have done the bare minimum of reading on it. It's about oil painting. What I really appreciate is when they do the colored first couple of pages you get in manga, where occasionally you'll get color pages. Normally that's done in watercolor. But what you get in blue period is like full on oil paintings, and it's really like other and looks super good.
2: Since this is what we're talking about, and it's not something that's going to like come up through the plot summary. One thing I got to say is I didn't actually have the highest opinion of I got to be careful about how I put this, because the colored sections looked fantastic. And all of the like art pieces that like exist within the story are absolutely gorgeous. And one super clever thing that the manga could did is trying to draw at a skill level that's lower than your actual drawing ability is hard enough. But trying to draw like multiple different characters who all have their own unique style is, I can't fathom how difficult that would be. So one thing that the manga does that's super clever, art pieces you'll see will actually be from other sources and they're credited Mm -hmm. outside of the panels. That's brilliant. I didn't think that the regular art of the manga was nearly as good.
3: Is that a comment on basically the mangaka's art? And it was just so much of a juxtaposition between his? Yeah, honestly, that's I think
2: the the best way to put it. I know from reading this that it's definitely not that the mangaka isn't talented. Because some of the art pieces that I loved a lot were straight up the mangaka stuff. I don't know if it's perhaps the dissonance between the art pieces and the necessarily simplified designs of the characters circuit it being a manga, or if there was just, if that's maybe just not this artist's specialty in particular, but it it was never bad. It's just, it didn't, it didn't look great to me. It it didn't set your world on fire. The character design is definitely different.
0: I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'd go as far to say it's like anything like technically is wrong with it. It's definitely adjacent to what you would expect a manga to be. Like the face design is slightly different. Also, minor correction, because I just looked this up. uh, The mangaka is a woman.
1: Ah, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um. I actually think that Jake bringing this up early is important because uh, in case you couldn't figure it out, this manga is about art and artistic creation and all the subjectiveness that is inherent with that. Mm
3: -hmm. They bring up the subject subject of subjectivity because I think, and we'll discuss this later on, but my favorite character actually brings up What might be very expensive and but well sought after in some circles you might find hideous, and you're like, why do people like this?
0: The very first panel is the main character saying, Yeah, I don't get what's so popular about Picasso.
2: (laughs) I could I could do
3: this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is sort of why I wanted to be really careful about it, because there's a lot of obvious, very real talent on display. I didn't particularly like the regular manga panel art but if someone were to come up to me and and hard disagree you couldn't convince me because it's a subjective thing but i wouldn't call you wrong if you liked it it's just it didn't it didn't look good to me Which, you know, it's hard to not notice when they're talking about like art (laughs) composition and stuff like like that's that's why I felt like I had to bring it up because normally it's that's a minor enough thing I'd normally not even bring it up. And with that caveat out of the way, (laughs) (laughs) we can get down to the
1: plot of this manga, such as it is, because we start off with our protagoon Yaguchi Yatora and get used to Y names. There's a freaking lot of them, who is a second year in high school. He lives a a very intense life. He parties hard, and yet he still uh, studies hard enough to be a top student. But he he lives.
2: He lives very specifically an extraordinarily regimented life, which Mm -hmm. is actually pretty cleverly juxtaposed with the fact that part of his regimented life, hanging out with friends at a bar. Like his party time is is like carefully allotted and regimented out as well.
3: Yeah, and it could be argued that this is what makes him so well-rounded and well-liked, because yes, they bring up, oh, he's a delinquent, but he's also a very intelligent delinquent who performs well. So it's kind of like he's a delinquent, but he's still somewhat well-respected in the school. Like and-
2: he he even outright says he's good at getting people to like him. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, put in a less flattering way that this is not how he puts it, but it is the subtext. He's good at faking it. He's good at playing your friend, even though he doesn't necessarily care about you. Like,
0: I'm not sure that is necessarily the subtext that he's faking it, because I, I think what he's saying is a through line that goes through the manga as a whole is like the difference between talent and hard work. And like Yaguchi, his entire thing is he doesn't really even believe in talent. He just thinks like, yeah, anyone can be good at anything, they just need to put in work. I put in a little extra effort than everyone else, that's why I have good grades, that's why people like me. Because I care about that, so I put in a little extra effort to do things they like, and like, to, to full-on say, like, he's putting on a mask, I'm not 100% sure. He like, has a like...
3: different philosophy going forward,
2: I think. There's a reason I put it that way, because there is a very severe cynicism that he sheds over the course of the first section of the story. Mm-hmm. We, we find out that ultimately... The people who are his friends are actually legitimately his friends. But because he's living such a robotic regimented lifestyle, he's not really experiencing the company of his friends the way, you know, one really should. And so while definitely it is a it is a through line that that the mask and the cynicism layer of it goes away as he discovers art, I think at first it definitely is a mask.
1: He does compare his lifestyle to, like, grinding levels in an RPG. Mm. Yeah. Which is a very soulless way to describe being a rambunctious delinquent high schooler who still gets good grades.
0: Yeah, and, like, one of my favorite things is the reason he says he even bothers being a delinquent is because his dad told him, if all you do is study all the time, you are going to be a boring adult. And he's just like, I don't want that. Well, Mm -hmm. better make time to hang out with people. And I'm like... Good good job, Mr. Yaguchi. Good job <laughs> teaching your son not to be a nerd. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, he's. I'm still sure he encourages them to do well, but he also says, hey, you need to strike a balance. Because, I mean, no parent's going to say, hey, you don't need to worry about school. It doesn't matter if you don't do well. You well, know, I- just party, party, party. He's like, you also need to, you know, make those memories, invest in those relationships early and learn how to have fun, because that's what's going to get you through more so than just putting your, your head to the grindstone and just trying to.
0: Like Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure Mr. Yuguji is our well-rounded individual. I'm just saying in the relationship dynamic he is in with his wife, I feel.
3: Oh, my God. Don't get me started on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good thing there's an entire arc based on that, so we'll get there.
3: One thing I really have to thank the mangaka for is giving the parents such dimension. Because Mm -hmm. it really provides um, a window into not only themselves as protagonist's parents, but also kind of their dynamic, their motivations, their worldviews. And I particularly liked, and we'll probably elaborate on this further along, is the fact that, you know, when he was talking about possibly going to art school and his hesitation with even mentioning it to his parents, more so his mother, the reason behind that. And the fact that, you know, later on, you know, she kind of puts pieces together herself after she makes some discoveries. And while she's initially, you know, cautious and a little apprehensive, she really sees how this is something that he does seem to enjoy and excel at Mm -hmm. and slowly wins her over.
1: Well, we need to get to that point first. We start with the opening chapter of Yaguchi hanging out with, uh, as I like to call the crew, Du Bois. <laughs> that is an apt name for that. That is that yes. is exactly who they are.
3: The boys.
1: They're a bunch of soccer hooligans. <laughs> and we learn that Yaguchi and Du Bois have taken art as an elective class because uh, the teacher there is exceedingly lax, and it gives them an opportunity to get some much needed sleep in the middle
2: of the school day. As long as you do literally anything, she will give you at minimum a passing grade.
1: Can I just say, I love art teacher Granny Sensei. (laughs) Art teacher is a mood. I love her.
2: life goals.
1: I'm afraid I don't remember her name, but she is an older lady. She is, she's got... starts with a Y. Yeah.
3: I thought it was S, it was like Seda. She
1: is unflinchingly positive and uh, wants to help out her students and help them grow. She understands that she... Is teaching the elective nobody cares about. But if she sees you showing the barest hint of like actual genuine interest in art, she will do everything in her power to
2: nurture that. She's very smart, and so far, she knows that like trying to discipline the class and actually caring about it is not gonna do anything and only breed resentment so she makes a point of being welcoming these you know delinquents uh pick the class because it's you know it's easy she will pick out any opportunity to get you know to get them to care about art at least a basic level so that she can maybe get them to think about it a little bit
0: i mean like One of my favorite scenes with her is when the delinquents are hanging out and she's telling the class, okay, the assignment is you need to paint your favorite landscape. The chubby friend, I wish I knew any of Du Bois'
2: names, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) I think they get named. I'm not 100% sure.
3: (laughs) They do get named later on in what we read um, when they go back on like this person is pursuing um, his parents' restaurant or something, his parents' business.
0: Anyway, my my man just goes like, "Oh yeah, my favorite scenery is my girlfriend's boobs," and they're Ooh. all just laughing because they're teenage boys. And then Shoko Grandma comes in. He's just like, "Ooh yeah, boobs. That's that'd be great. Draw it. Do it. Do it, punk. You're John not going
1: to are they." Are they big? Are they small? But be sure to capture the bounce. And she's like (laughs) tapping at her own chest.
0: Like, damn, Granny. (laughs) Let me see the
3: paper and see
0: how soft they are.
3: We don't know how old she's been, but she's basically a teacher who's been around for a while and has seen everything. Seen, heard, everything. You cannot surprise this woman. (laughs)
0: Plus, like, there's also the level of like the artist in her that's just like, I said to do a landscape and you full on want to do human anatomy. That is like several degrees harder. And I applaud you for the effort if you're <laughs> going to do it like. <laughs> that
1: absolutely highlights why uh, uh, Seiki sensei, thank you, Jay, for finding that is like one of my favorite characters. She is delightful every time she shows up. She's not actually the one that inspires uh, our boy Yaguchi to join the art club. It's a bit roundabout how he actually gets involved.
2: There are three characters involved and only one of them is really a a genuine inspiration to pursue art, but she and the other two characters are also pivotal in facilitating. Yeah, Yaguchi awakening to art.
3: For clarification, I think it was he actually walks in and see his senpai, Mori, mm-hmm. uh, working on her, I think, final art piece? hmm Or one of her final art pieces.
2: We find this out later, but it's going to be um, her exam entry for the art college she plans to go to. And she's the one who's the actual proper inspiration because he sees um, on this just absolutely massive canvas a beautiful oil painting of uh, two angels like he's so struck by the beauty of this uh amazing piece of art again this is one of the ones that was like this was specifically done by the mangaka you absolutely cannot question this woman's art abilities because yeah buddy yaguchi i get it too you know and i wasn't even seeing it like in person or whatever this is on like a
0: F one hundred like size like this is a painting the size of a
2: person. It's a wall, it's a wall. Oh, it's bigger than yeah. a person. It's like nine feet tall. That's the truest and most direct inspiration. But we also have a sort of frenemy rival type individual <laughs> in Yuka. Who is my other favorite character? Great character, hard to define.
0: Which actually fits their entire personality is hard to define.
3: They don't want to be defined. Yeah.
2: We'll get more into Yuka, but like the, the the most immediate thing is Yuka and Yaguchi have one of the strangest and yet one of the most
3: genuine relationships in the entire thing. isn't it because they w- they've been together like they've been this, they've been schoolmates like since elementary school
2: it's because yes. they know each other that well like there's there like you can feel the history there that like all the quirks and idiosyncrasies of their relationship obviously come from something that happened between them very mm-hmm. very genuine specifically um what ends up happening with yuka is that it's very quickly established that Yuguchi and yuka will constantly fight nearly not quite, but nearly to the point of violence whenever they interact with each other. At least when it comes to, like, verbal
1: bantering, they are on site.
2: Well, it's not just verbal bantering, it's body language, too, because it's like... You come to learn that they never actually take a swing at each other, but they definitely act like they would. And it's like the people who know them know not to break them apart, but everyone else is always really scared whenever they (laughs) see each other. And basically, Yuka just goes up to Yaguchi and says, hey, you're helping the art class move some stuff. And they banter. And then he does that because
0: what? Why? Why would I do that? Because I said so. Come on. (laughs) Because running theme of Yoguchi is despite the fact he puts on a tough appearance, he still wants people to like him and is willing to put in effort to get Mm -hmm. like the minimum amount of effort to help this person out is worth the social like capital he gains from it is really grinding levels in an
1: RPG. You take every side quest.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, Yaguchi is specifically helping with is moving the F-100 canvas that Maori Senpai's magnum opus pieces on and moving it into the art club, he sees it unveiled in all its glory. It makes him see the world differently, which is a uh, pretty consistent theme throughout. It mm-hmm.
3: awakens something deep inside of his soul, and he specifically focuses on the use of gradients, particularly, and I believe the color is green.
1: Mm-hmm. In, in Mori-senpai's art, that that's what he focuses on, yeah.
3: He,
2: he sees it when it's not quite complete yet, and one of the things he notices is one of the angels has noticeably green skin. He will later find out that mixing that green tone with another tone makes a very realistic flesh color. That sort of extra depth to it is something that he had never really understood about art. Because he'd never looked into it before. He and like, you know, this goes back to like the idea that he lives such a regimented life. He sees art as being a waste of time. Mm -hmm. It's not something that is productive. Like, strictly speaking, you can make money doing art, but you know, he does the cold math of if you try to get into art, you'll probably fail in, you know, selling paintings for, a va- you know, vast amounts of money and you'd probably have to end up doing something else. So pursuing that as a career is foolhardy. So why waste your time on it is his initial perception until he sees in person this incomplete yeah. yet still astounding art piece?
1: We see him very tentatively awakening to the power of art as, uh, he and Du Bois have another uh, late night hanging out at the bar watching football, uh, getting very drunk, staggering home through Shibuya in the uh, early pre dawn light. And Yaguchi is taken by the emptiness of the streets and the sort of blue lighting that comes from the city before the sun is fully up and he's just entranced by it and is uh, kind of like talking to himself about how beautiful it is. His friends joking around is like, yeah, it's pretty trashy, huh?
2: That's one of the biggest moments for him and why I say it. His persona starts off as a mask because initially when he sees this, he's he's looking at the world and the way that like color plays off of real things in the world. And he never looked at the world in that deep a way before. It You know, he had always seen the life like a video game. You know, that's just mm-hmm. the background setting to the scene. But he actually looks at the world in a more complete way. And he starts thinking in his head how beautiful it is. He makes the choice to verbalize it. And he realizes he would never really talked about the things that he thought or he liked with his friends. And one of the really cool things is it would be very easy to maybe overplay the idea that he was wearing a mask and have his friends not really be real friends to him. But one of the things that is a really cool moment is he makes this expression, his friends don't quite understand what he's getting at, and they make a joke about it. And it's not a mean spirited joke by any means, but they're all super drunk and having fun. It's a joke
0: you'd make if someone said a weird, like non sequitur statement out of nowhere.
2: Like it's it's a very natural moment. And it, wa- it certainly wasn't the statement that one of his friends made that brought this reaction onto him, but like he was embarrassed to the point of like having a panic attack, like almost crying, that he expressed how he really felt about something. The really cool thing is this is him coming out of his shell. And when he does come out of his shell, he's still buddies with, you know, Du Bois, like their relationship only gets better from this
0: like even the guy who makes fun of him, he's just like ribbing him a little. And then when he immediately like goes, oh, well, no, I didn't say that. My friend said that. You can see his friends go like, that's a weird cover up, but OK. <laughs> then afterwards, it's like the friend was just like, man, if he just, you know, stood up for his opinion, I would have talked to him about it. Like, what is this like weak nonsense of have an opinion immediately back down before anyone can talk to you about it?
2: Like, Come on, man, stiffen your spine. Yeah, when they when they notice that, like, he has a negative reaction to the quip, they're apologetic about it because they didn't mean anything by it. He does leave the scene and then they're like, man, he could have just talked to us. I mean, I don't see the beauty in the place, but, you know, sure, fine. He could have talked about it. This carries us into uh, the next day
1: back in art class and they're still working on uh, your favorite landscape project. And Yaguchi's like, I was just going to draw some bullshit, but... What if I did the Shibuya and in the early morning when it's blue and he paints that and, you know, he waited until the last minute because he wasn't taking the class seriously. So the piece is far from complete and polished, but he put a lot of heart into it. So even though he's embarrassed by how partially done it is, most of the people looking at it and seeing his
0: signature on it are like, Dude, I didn't know you had it in you. My favorite bit is uh Yuka going like, hey, this is really good. Oh, I regret complimenting this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they alright say I regret complimenting this. It's pretty great.
1: <laughs> oh man. Y- Yuka is best character. I love Yuka. Yuguchi gets compliments on the art piece and he's like people are complimenting something I did that I really felt something. What is this feeling
0: in that scene, too? We have the same friend who made fun of him go like, oh, that's what you were talking about. No, that does look really good. I recognize that's where we like walk after getting drinks.
2: That's really cool. Yeah, like Yuka or not Yuka, uh, Yaguchi (laughs) cannot. There's so many Y names. Yaguchi cannot handle like, the callback to that scene. He's he's humiliated by the fact that he's expressing himself because he never has before. It's It's a very vulnerable and real moment from him. And so he decides to join the art club. And then the next two
0: chapters definitely happen.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. This is the part where Blue Period goes from an interesting exploration of a character learning to express himself to what I call... Dr. Stone for artists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because as as much as I love the teacher, uh, these next two chapters are literally her explaining the basics of painting. And then also how the professional art scene, and more importantly, the collegiate art scene works in Japan.
2: At which point, especially for the latter of those two, if you are not a part of, you know, the groups that that's relative to, it is extraordinarily dry. <laughs> oh, I, I
0: I skipped over the entire page that was just listing all the different colleges and their merits. And like because at that point, the characters had already told you anything that wasn't a public university was out of question. So I'm like, what is the point of these? These are not gonna matter to the story. He has one option, which is Tokyo U, uh, Tokyo University of the Arts. Okay. Also known as Geidai.
3: Geidai.
0: Also known as the best school in Japan, if I'm to understand <laughs> love. But Hina. the
3: hardest to get into. It's kind of, it's. I guess it's kind of like Harvard. Where it's not as expensive, but it's considered like.
0: But it's a it's a public university. It's, yeah. it's Publicly funded, so that's why it's less expensive.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. But it's harder. They are able to have hard, more difficult, rigorous admissions. Yeah, that,
0: that's processes. the interesting thing with every country that isn't America is public universities are typically better
2: uh, because <laughs> they have money put into them. Weird. Uh- <laughs> Funny how that works. Um, Though this is also the point where I have to point out that this is another one where certainly not because of the quality of the series, but uh, I'm not that big of a fan of Blue Period. A little thing about me, I've had an eye problem since I was born, and it didn't actually get caught until I was in the second grade. I literally can't draw stick figures, so the fact that it goes so deep into art theory, and that is honestly the meat of the story going forward, It lost me (laughs) right about
0: here. It's okay, Jacob. I feel the same way when I'm reading Dragon Ball and I'm like, man, they're sure are talking a lot about Key Blast. I can't (laughs) do Key,
2: so just clock it 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 out. (laughs) You know, we've been talking about how great the characters are. Me saying I'm not a fan of Blue Period is definitely not like a condemnation of its quality. You are going to know at this point when it gets this deep into the weeds, whether this is for you or not. (laughs) Well. The second we get
0: past these two chapters of just lore dumping, I think there is a little bit more to know if you would like the series because mm-hmm. the the lore dump is not indicative of the rest of the series. They really don't do this again.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen quite as frequently. Uh, it's it's more yeah. it's more scattered throughout, uh, but I, I would say it's balanced a bit better from this point on. They don't full stop just explain new art terms.
2: Yeah. They don't like stop this, the actual story to just get into stuff. But uh...
1: Yaguchi at this point is a little confused, but he's got the spirit. At some point, uh, Mori Senpai went off and uh, applied to art school
0: and got in. Well, that that was her 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 painting was her application. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, the question,
3: well, and it was a very emotional send off because you know, he recognized her officially as the senpai. Because I know while they had, like, a friendship going on, he she never really said, oh, I'm so flattered. You actually thought I was, like, a mentor or somebody he was really special to you. And so she gives him, you know, a piece of work that they sit down at a table and actually, like, she gives him, she draws him it's a It's an art picture. trade. Yeah, to, like, remember her by. And he then um, promises to in turn give her a a piece of art to remember him and it's just so sweet and touching i really enjoyed that
1: it is it's really cute the question was she had gone in to submit her application we weren't sure she was getting in and of course
2: she did actually the of course she did is not actually super certain because one of the things they make clear is that sometimes it takes people years of trying to actually get in and uh she had gone to an art cram school that does mock tests that are like the entrance uh test and uh, she was fifth from the bottom in the in yep. the cram school class that she was in so yep. when she's late to um it's not the last day of of art club meeting but it's one of the last days cuz graduation is is right around the corner for the um oh for the <laughs> yeah it,
0: yeah if graduation's right around the corner we actually skipped to the bit where they have an entire summer break where what summer
3: just, break? Summer break is full of projects.
0: Yeah, Yaguchi, <laughs> Yaguchi did like 10 times the homework, or like the homework was insane. No one else did it, but Yaguchi did all of it because he works hard. Yeah, and extra, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I, I keep forgetting uh, Japan has summer break and graduation is in winter. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
3: And it's so frustrating because I love the flex that um, Sensei was just like, so did everyone have a great summer? And it's like, what summer with all the work you assigned?
2: <laughs> 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 like, like she she assigns this, assuming that it won't get completed 100%. Yeah.
3: But
1: meanwhile, here's Higuchi, who
2: has that grind set. He's in like the honeymoon phase of Awakening to Art. Like, he still loves anything he can do to get mildly better. Yeah. yeah, the timing lined up perfectly that he ended up doing the entire impossible assignment and then also more. Everyone's concerned that Maori Senpai didn't get in because she's late to the art club meeting. And then when she comes in, she explains she was late because she was celebrating with her family getting in. Anyway, Yaguchi
0: has, decides that uh, maybe deciding to be an artist midway through your second year of high school is not the best uh, way to set yourself up for success. So he go- decides to go to an art cram school that he pays for himself. Yeah, so he must be getting money from somewhere. We're not
3: shown where. Yeah, like he doesn't—he doesn't have a part-time job. He's,
0: he says he has savings.
3: Does his parents do his parents give him an allowance? That's never clarified. I'll,
2: almost certainly not. <laughs> so I'm always That's the only place the money could have come from. Though maybe like birthday
0: money. Like he, because yeah. in all fairness, he doesn't seem like a guy who blows money on things either. So if he got like money from relatives or stuff.
3: I don't know. He goes out drinking with his friends. And ramen all the time.
0: I'm going to be honest. I I think. Oh, you're right. He probably does. Ramen's relatively cheap if you're getting it from a place at six in the morning. I know,
3: but I'm just saying, like, he has to get that money somewhere.
0: (laughs) We know that Yaguchi has that
1: grind set, so I would not be surprised if he also had a part-time job that just doesn't get mentioned on panel.
0: That would cause a lot of problems with Japanese society, but yeah, whatever. Um, So, Jay, actually, I meant to ask this earlier. Could you um, give me just any uh, idea into um, what the Japanese mindset is for a bunch of high schoolers going out drinking. Like, are are they legally doing this or? No. Okay. They just know a bar that will serve them despite the fact they're minors.
3: Yeah. Okay. So I want to say they're definitely not legally drinking, but in some areas it's more lax than others. It's kind of like the mentality of, yes, it's illegal, but at the same time, like you young kids you're just being rambunctious and whatever so yes they could get quote-unquote reported or caught but
0: they would be the ones in trouble not necessarily the business
3: yes and or it's okay i could be completely wrong about this but my idea is like the mentality is just different the adults is it worth getting a bunch of young kids being kids in trouble.
0: In all fairness, the drinking age in Japan is 18, so these are a bunch of 17-year-olds drinking, like...
2: One of my immediate thoughts was I assumed that at least some of Du Bois were actually, like, full-on adult. Like, we
0: know, I know this one just, of I... Du Bois is 18, so you're right, maybe he's the one buying the rounds. From...
3: Even if he was, you'd have to—you have to go into the mindset of, like, even if we were to do that here back when our, when the United States, when our drinking age was 18, like, did they still card everybody? Like, yeah. if one person was of age, that one person would be fine. But then they'd still yeah. say, oh, you can't, you know, share of anyone because you're the only one of age. Whereas here they're openly drinking underage in front of like the barkeep and he doesn't really care.
0: So I, I'm I'm sorry I took it us on this tangent. My main point from that is I don't think Yaguchi's paying for his drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think one of the boys bought a six pack and they're all splitting it. Like that seems like a much more well. They're in a bar though, but like I I think I think someone else we're, is fronting the tab for the drinking. We're thinking
1: too much on the logistics of underage drinking in this manga about art. And also the underage smoking. Ah, uh, yeah, that's also a thing. They're delinquents. Yeah.
3: yeah, they're delinquents, but one they're... of them is actually doing something with his life.
1: Uh, a, a lot of them are doing things with their lives. They use their special delinquent powers that give them special
3: delinquent powers.
1: It lets them reach into hammer space in their back
0: pocket and pull out cigarettes and booze. <laughs> Sam, have you just described pickpocketing, but magic somehow? Yeah. <laughs> I want this power. I want the power to just steal from people. Well, Jacob, I can let you in on little secret. You can just do it. No one's going to stop you. It's just illegal. (laughs) No one's going to stop you except the police. They can only punish
1: you after you've done it, though. Anyway, Yaguchi goes to cram school.
2: Learning strange morals from these people and I'm concerned. Yaguchi goes to cram school and meets the worst character. (laughs) God,
0: I hate Takahashi so much. You immediately jumped on him. Uh, I thought you were talking about his cram school teacher. I love her. (laughs) She's great. Yeah,
3: Oba is is like creepy,
1: weird, and I love it. Oba is big and loud, and I love her. (laughs)
2: Okay, I'm glad that you mentioned the creepy thing because there there is one thing that I couldn't help but notice. And this isn't really a complaint. This is just an observation. To inject energy into otherwise dry scenes, they do that thing that, like, threatening... Uh, manga characters get where the like, you know, the shadow of the bangs over the eyes and like iris and pupil is drawn like really detailed and stuff like that. Like they, they give um, multiple different characters like the creepy manga character face sometimes. I love the random panels where characters get villain face or the
1: <laughs>
0: random weirdly sensual panels. That's a lot of random weirdly sensual panels. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm not against it. <laughs>
1: We, we will talk about the girl who very phallically eats French fries later.
0: Uh, spoiler alert, then we didn't. <laughs> we'll try not to, but we'll end up doing it anyway. Yeah, uh, inevitably. But I, I, I think Oba is supposed to be a little creepy, just on the fact that she's got the same what? like bowl cut hairstyle that you see on those like creepy
3: dolls. Yeah, mm. but she's supposed to be creepy because she's so passionate. Like it's a yeah. different level of creepy. Like not like she's gonna take you out in the back alley and like hack you well creepy. But in the creepiness of like if you don't put your 110% effort in, she might like very loudly, like judge you.
1: This person is way too into it. Yeah, and Even if you're also into it, you're like, okay, calm down, jeez. She's on another level, like, another that's, level.
0: That's kind of what he needs though. Cause all he's had as a teacher so far has been grandma Psyche, who's just like, I'm glad you're putting work into this. And the most he gets from her is like a silent disappointment. Like that grandma, like, I know you're disappointed in me, but you love me too much to tell you what I've done wrong.
3: That's the worst.
0: Oba (laughs) is flat out, why are you so untalented? (laughs) What are you wasting this on? Do it right. Like, what's wrong with you? And Yaguchi desperately wants that. Yeah. Because he, he needs the fast track right now. He needs to know what he's doing wrong so he can fix it.
2: Well, and and there's actually some layers to that, too, because Sekai Sensei, she actually is good for Yaguchi early on because he does need the encouragement to not get scared away from art when it's not perfect mm-hmm. immediately. Because while he does have that grind set, at the same time, he's he's stepping very far out of his comfort zone and he's honestly terrified of expressing himself at least in the early chapters so having that that matronly element to her is exactly what he needed to bring him out of his shell and then once he is firmly enough in art that he can't walk away from it. Now that's when he needs the hammer to come down. And that's when we get Uba for Uba, the sort of like creepy element of it works. It's just I can't help but notice they'll do that to a lot of characters. And it's like it's never out of place, but they do do it a lot to the point where I can't help but notice that it's being done. Well, we've all had fun
0: talking about a character we like. Let's go into the first assignment where they have to draw a um, statue. Uh, yeah. In Dessen, correctly? Yes. Exactly okay. okay,
1: okay. Uh Roman-style bust. Important note here. The manga has talked an awful lot about Dessen, which, for one, is the name of an animal shelter near Jake and I, so it was very confusing to me. For <laughs> two, we know an art, and we asked her what the f*** Dessen is, and she didn't know either until we started Googling and found out that it's just French for sketching.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah,
0: uh, Japan loves using French words. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, there was a process to finding that out <laughs> for you know, us.
1: And I, I felt incredibly stupid for not remembering that Japan loves randomly using French words <laughs> and needing to Google it.
3: If you're doing a trade of any type and it's heavily influenced by either French, Italian and German or anything, there's like a whole smattering of like terms from those places
2: it started off as a casual conversation we were just talking to her you know in passing and we mentioned and they talk about dessin and she had gone to college for art so she's like i did this i have no idea what you're talking about which started the google adventure it was, <laughs> it, was it was hilarious in hindsight but anyway they have to uh
0: draw a roman style bust which um Yiguchi... penis, I believe. What? It, is it? I thought it was a dude. I thought it looked like Caesar, but I could be misremembering.
1: I, I could also be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be a Venus.
2: No, it was definitely a dude. They're drawing a bust of a of a human form is the and important part.
0: The, the, the important part to take away is like sculpturally, it appears to be of like Roman, like that kind of. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah
2: it's, it's, it has that sort of
1: marble part. You've all seen it in your Vaporwave videos. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I you're not wrong. Um, but uh, so basically, uh, Yaguchi feels like he's a little hotshot coming into this class. He's done all the work. He's done better than a lot of people in his club who are, who are just doing it for fun. And this first assignment hits him right in the face, telling him, hey, you are not in a club anymore. You are in a group of people who want to do this professionally, or at least academically. This fun time art is not gonna fly anymore because he's just like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no. He did okay, but compared to everyone else doing it, okay is not good enough, especially two uh, pieces are just above and beyond, mm-hmm. like so far above and beyond everyone else. Um, One of which belonging to a woman who does it on a fully black canvas, which is really impressive and is pretty good. Yep. But uh, the one that is like, far beyond everyone else and is immediately singled out as the best just on site, uh, belongs to a uh, individual known as Takahashi, who we all hate. Uh,
1: (laughs) He he has another Y name. We're just calling him Takahashi.
2: He is most often referred to by his uh, last name, but uh, yet another Y name. No one wants to be close enough to him to even dare use his first name.
3: Well, it's not just that people don't want to be close to him. He also doesn't want to be close to people. It's weird. It's like, I just want to be alone. All you guys are beneath me.
1: He's such a little gatekeeping punk. He calls everybody else posers.
3: (laughs) He he is that kid
0: like his sketch of a bust is so good. And the teacher asks him, how many times have you done um, like like uh, Destin work on bust? Like this is clearly practice. And he goes, I just did it for the first time. It's not the fact that he's answering the question honestly. It's that he answers it in such a way that seems to imply everyone else should be just as good or they should quit. And I'm like, I hate this kid.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) This kid is. Eminently hateable.
2: So unpopular opinion incoming. I hated him too, but clearly less than the rest of you because I saw a lot of myself in him.
0: Oh, no, oh, Jacob. I didn't I want to bring to this up it. on a re- on a recorded yeah. podcast, but I'm kidding.
2: No, I mean, like jokes aside, that was me in, in high school pretty much before I, I met Sam and I met Sam before either uh, Jay or Matt. The way Takahashi is That was me in high school in my uh, freshman year. So I hated him too, because he's a little gatekeeping asshole. (laughs) But... I didn't hate him nearly as viscerally as because like when when everyone else, uh, you know, brought up the name with such contempt, I'm like, I didn't think he was that. Oh, I identify with him. Crap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me me just make an official statement. Uh, As a manga and anime discussion podcast, obviously the Over Manga cast does not judge people based on how they acted as freshmen in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That should just be obvious from the very nature of what we are.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know you, Naruto, ran to through the Walmart parking lot.
3: I know you did it.
0: You can stop it. That's not appropriate, but I know you did it. You, individually.
3: I think it's perfectly appropriate.
1: You, listening us to us right now, James. You, Jay,
0: who did it just last week. That's also inappropriate.
2: Shut <laughs> up. I, I did not expect the tangent to go this way. I just hated him less than everyone else.
0: Well, anyway, uh, so the main thing is the entire class is basically just talking about, like, what a prodigy he is, which um, kind of culminates with uh, Yaguchi and um... Yuka. You know, he he went with Yuka. Yuka also went to the Mm -hmm. cram school. That's right.
2: He goes to the cram school, and then that session of cram school ends, and then there's another cram school session later. Mm -hmm. And in the first one, he's in the same class with Yuka.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Well. okay, so we, we probably should establish this. Um, Yuka is kind of a weird rival because they specialize in traditional Japanese painting, which is treated as a completely different like path than the oil painting that uh, Yaguchi's on. Mm-hmm. So they're never going to be direct competitors. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. in the cram school, they're in completely different
2: classes.
3: It's literally like comparing apples and oranges. You just can't. <laughs>
2: the important thing, in the first cram school is yaguchi doesn't even know what he wants to specialize in yet Mm -mm. he just picks oil painting because it's what um
3: his senpai did
2: yeah and it is over the course of the first cram school where he's you know like doing all these various things it's at that point when he solidifies that yes this is indeed what i want to do but like at this point he's in the same class as yuka because it's not as specialized a class as he will be in later like a gen ed kind
3: of thing. thing
0: Yeah, the, the main point is why I brought it up is he and Yuka have a conversation, which eventually culminates to Yaguchi is talking to Yuka just basically like, I don't understand why he's so much better than me. Like, what do I need to do to reach that level? And Yuka kind of just flat out tells him like, hey, do you see how everyone else in your class just basically gave up and started worshiping him like a god? <laughs> the fact you think you can reach that level is what you need to think. Mm-hmm. You can't like think things are unobtainable to you because someone's better than you. You can get that good too.
1: Mm -hmm. Yuka basically says, shake your fist at God. What's he going to do about it?
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) Again, I love
0: Yuka. They're great. Very on brand for Yuka to go like, hey, this is the established way things go.
3: (laughs) The establishment.
2: Going back to like one of the important elements of how Yaguchi works. When he starts the series, he thinks that Talent basically doesn't exist. It's how much effort you put into it. And in going to the cram school and realizing how much he is a big fish in a very, very small pond, it slaps him in the face with the idea that talent absolutely is a thing. What Yuka tells him is is it basically like synthesizes the way he was already thinking with a more nuanced and more complete understanding of the situation. Talent is a starting point. You can work up from there based on how much effort you put in. The fact that you have the drive to reach that level means that you can. And of course, Yuka knows that Yaguchi has the uh, has the drive because they know each other so well.
1: Yaguchi and Takahashi uh, are waiting at like the same uh, train stop as they're heading home for the night. And, and Takahashi's being an antisocial little bastard. <laughs> Yep.
3: (laughs) Later on, and I regret that the fact that I lost this, but I love the burns his mom gives him. It's just so (laughs) beautiful.
0: (laughs) Well, we'll get there.
3: (laughs) Yuguchi,
1: he's just such a nice guy. He tries to be friendly with everybody and Dagashi's being this little brooding jerk
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) or uh yaguchi is honestly pretty noticeably different at this point because he's not being nice to people to get them to like him he's being nice to people because that's who he really is like there's there's a difference in the way that he approaches takahashi and takahashi just shuts him down he expects the bare minimum of like social niceties like hey we're both
0: waiting at a train stop and we were just in a class together you want to talk no 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 Go away from me, peon. And I'm like, and Yaguchi's just like, who acts like this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's not
2: even mad. He's just confused.
1: What sort of Yuka's little? Punk? Yeah, yeah. Yuka's very mad. The graduation uh happens. Mori goes on to uh goes on to college, the art trade
0: happens, it's very cute. And is this when uh, Yaguchi has to get his um life
2: plan? uh uh, slips so
3: is this the first or second time
2: this is the first time when he initially gets it it was funny for how regimented his life was he didn't really have a plan for the future because he wasn't passionate about anything And so suddenly, once he gets into art, when he gets the what are your three options, he puts "Gedai" three times. (laughs) Yep. Almost as a joke. His mom stumbles across that before he can
1: actually, like, talk to her about it. She's kind of the source of where Yaguchi's thought process of I need to do something reasonable with my career. I need to do something that... Again, this is very Mm -hmm. much a
2: it lost me, but not because there's anything wrong with doing it this way. But they make a point of when his mom finds the page, they do such a good job of not making her a villain. I mean, I guess technically, you, strictly speaking, you could use that as a source of drama in the story. But like, you don't need to do that. She's not a villain. She's an antagonist, though, because
0: she, she is firmly in the case of you don't want to do this. This is a
2: waste. The thing for me was she finds the page and she goes to her husband and shows him the page. And he's like, Oh, he found something he's passionate about that's cool you know that you know that's new i you know i'm dad proud of him. Is,
0: dad is so proud of him he's like a man needs
2: something he wants to do like he's like good his mom is it's not even that she's mad she's scared for his future is very obvious and she says we should support him in every way we can and like that was the point where i'm like Okay, this is definitely not gonna go the high drama route. It lost me at this point, honestly. I hate to put it that way. Cause it's like You wanted evil stepmother? I see, that's the thing. I didn't really like this just isn't the series for me, is is what it comes down to. And this is sort of the point where I realized it's not gonna do anything big. That's more my style than what this ends up being. This is this is extraordinarily understated. And this is sort of the point where I'm like, they're not going to do high drama. Not everything needs to be high drama, so fine. But like, this is where I would have dropped the series had I not been reading it for the podcast, I think is the best way I can put it.
1: Yeah, well, well, we got to save all the drama for Yuka. <laughs>
2: yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> Which is so weird. <laughs> Yuka is absolutely the main character
2: of an entirely different manga. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, y- it, it's very much Yuka's story... Appeals to me from a narrative perspective far more than Yaguchi's. That doesn't mean that Yaguchi's story isn't interesting or good. Like again, it's it's one of those ones where I want to cut the fine line of saying it's not for me, not because it's not good. It's not yeah. for me because it's not for me.
1: And if it's for you, then good for you. Mm-hmm. Should we should we address? Well, actually, we're
0: about to get into uh, uh, Yuka's the elephant thing. in the
2: room. Y- Yuka's got Yuka's a been...
0: whole chapter that basically culminates with everything that.
2: Yeah, th- that know. we
0: would discuss, yeah. Cuz
1: it's time for more cram school.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is the part where he uh where uh Yaguchi is getting there's an element of like there like it almost feels like a pipe dream that he just like stumbled into art. There's like an almost a, an element like to Yaguchi it feels like it's he's living a fantasy, but it yeah. becomes more real at this point because it's like okay, I've seen the heights I need to reach. I have to buckle down and be serious about this. I can be reasonable about art, but then I have to put in the work for, and like, this is where he like hard commits to oil painting because it is the thing that inspired it. You know, it's like he didn't just pick it because it was the first thing that came to mind. He picked it specifically because it's what he wants.
0: And he goes, I need to make art friends. (laughs) Oh, hey, other main character in the cram school. (laughs)
2: I love how the, the in the second cram school, he identifies who the main characters are by their haircut. <laughs> it's
1: like, uh-huh. it's here where we get introduced to Jay's favorite character. Hashida. <laughs> Hashida is pretty great. Hashida is this big dude with two braids that he says symbolizes his dedication to his dream. Yes, yes. It's, a, and it's inspiring. It, he's got a very devil may care
2: attitude that I very much enjoyed. Yeah. Hashida Hashida is very much like he also gets a lot of the like spooky shadow face shots as uh as well. And it's like if this was a different kind of series, he would be so scary. <laughs> He'd be really threatening, yeah. That's not who he is, but like he's
1: like a head and a half taller than Yaguchi. So every time they're talking, Yaguchi's kind of like craning his neck up, like, okay.
2: There, there's a there's a looming feel that Hashida has. Yeah.
1: You are Larg.
2: <laughs> well that's the thing he's he's tall but he's also very thin yeah. so like again yeah. in a different series he would be an extremely threatening character here <laughs> he's yes. just charming in my yeah. slender man one shot <laughs> school oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah takahashi's also in this class because we got to
0: keep this annoying little bastard around speaking of keeping that annoying little bastard around let's
2: go to the art museum <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make the joke slender the eight pages of Dessen, but... Uh, ooh, that's also ooh. a pretty good joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good, yeah. But, um... yeah. So does, does, um, Hakeshi, Hakashi just have the three tickets to the museum? Or do uh, they no, decide no, to go as a trio?
2: No, Yaguchi is, is actually she? the one with the tickets, and, well, basically what ends up happening is, uh, or, no, 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 I think Yuka has the tickets but gives them to Yaguchi.
3: hmm yeah because you this is after oh. a conversation when they're like i don't know what types of art i haven't really looked at art before and you say, well i have these tickets to like a museum if you want to go and then
2: hearing because they're like i have a date i have somewhere else to be so take the tickets and here's here's poor Yuguchi looking at the three tickets like well the one person i would have asked to go to the art museum with me is is uh given me all three of the tickets and was very clear about not going with me, so, um… It's also a weird
0: number of tickets. Why yeah. did Yuka have three tickets to the art museum? It's not <laughs> like they were planning on going on a date with someone there. That'd be two tickets.
3: Hey, but, hey, hey, hey. Do not judge their <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> you're right.
0: Actually, I could totally see you. Yuka could take two people. I'm not going to judge them,
1: but um, I I think we need to get across just how much this was Yuka handing this off and just like, I'm not going with you because Yuka gives you the tickets, then turns to another student
3: and says, hey, will you go on a date with me? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Since these plans did not like already exist. You decided you didn't want to go and then decided to oh. make plans in front of him.
0: You, yeah. Yuka is the queen of making plans and then abandoning them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then and then here's poor Yaguchi like, okay.
0: This isn't enough tickets for me to invite the boys.
2: I can't I can't invite the boys. I need to collect two friends and uh, unfortunately Takahashi happens to be in the room at the time, so...
3: Hashida like appears behind us like, we could go.
0: Conveniently, Takahashi knows uh, Hashida.
1: Yes, because they go to the same uh, high school.
3: Do they go to the same high school? I thought they only went to
2: the same cram school.
1: Nope, they also go to the same high school.
2: That's the only reason why uh, Takahashi even acknowledges Hashida's presence, because it's Takahashi. (laughs)
3: Oh, how how gracious of him to acknowledge your presence.
1: And Hashida's like, yeah, don't worry, he was always this much of a weirdo in high school, but don't worry, he's too socially awkward
0: to tell me no, so we're all going. We're (laughs) all going to the museum where Takahashi will immediately abandon us. (laughs) (laughs) He really do, though. So it's
1: just Hashida and Yaguchi walking around looking at art.
2: Yeah, And 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 to be fair, You know, like they're they're talking about stuff and eventually Hashida does actually leave uh, Yaguchi to his own devices and all three of them do split off from each other. But it's it's very apparent that Takahashi basically vanishes from the scene the instant that he can. Well, actually,
0: uh, they don't leave on their own devices. Hashida challenges uh, Yaguchi to um, a game of auction of pick the piece you would buy. (laughs)
2: Mm, Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah. this is after his speech about like the quality of art is really um, contingent on the individual and that you shouldn't follow like trends. So pick something that you actually like and that you would spend, you know, a lot of absorbent amount of money on, not, you know, what people say you should like.
0: If I went to a five star restaurant and they served me a Big Mac, I'd be like, hot damn, I love Big Macs. And I'm like, Hashida, hold on.
1: (laughs) It's around here where we've gotten into uh, the cycle with Yaguchi. And the cycle is awakens to some emotional aspect of art, realizes that he does not have the talent to actually express this, learns a new technique, goes hard on the technique, stops paying attention to the emotion, has to get his head slapped and reminded about the subjective and emotional nature of art.
2: Uh, He'll get into a short funk and then see the beauty of art again. Repeat ad infinitum. Mm -hmm. This
0: is when he starts learning, hey, I should try copying what I see in these famous art pieces, because like, Clearly people like them, so I should try and go for that style. And that's when he gets like the big hit on the head of like, hey, you know why those are good and yours are garbage? Because they have like actual composition. You've got, I don't know what this is.
3: There's a plan.
0: Yeah, I was about to
2: say, I, I did we skip Yuka's date? <laughs> this is the start of the cycle, but what comes next is um, Yuka's date doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, we
0: we should probably clarify. I don't think we've mentioned it yet. Uh, Yuka was introduced as being a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. yeah you might have noticed, dear listener, that we've been using the nonspecific
1: they pronoun because yuka is physically male, but and seems okay with that identity yeah That's, but oh, yeah. but there's a lot of things that say that yuka is so, trans like but yuka isn't get isn't their first name. It's a nickname based on their last name. Their first name is Ryuji, and they barely respond to that name.
3: I think it would be disingenuous to fully to p- apply the identify as trans just because. Well,
1: well, see, that that's what I'm getting at. It's like so yeah. much, so much seems that way and it feels like that's the direction the story is going in. But notably in our reading, that is never actually expressed or stated in the text. Oh, so yeah it is this this is just a this is just a guess, a supposition based on what we see. It will probably be revealed later. We don't know.
2: The important element is we are being drip fed information about what Yuka's story actually is. They might be trans, they might simply be a cross-dresser. How exactly the story is going to handle Yuka's journey, it's it's not a particularly fast-paced narrative. And- Also not the main narrative. It's also not the main narrative. And we see a bit of Yuka's home life a little bit later. It's not fantastic either. Yeah, and so how much Yuka is comfortable with any given element of themselves? What has been revealed to us up to this point is that Yuka is not currently happy because mm. people are not acknowledging them the way that they want to be acknowledged. But we've also, because it's such a hostile topic for Yuka, we've also not really directly addressed how Yuka does want to be seen by people. Yeah, because how much how much of Yuka is hiding even from uh, Yaguchi? is very hard to say so far. Like, I I think the main thing
0: we get is, um, which I guess the main point of this is uh, what happened was Yuka's date. They told them that they were uh, biologically male, I suppose. They yeah. said they were a boy in the text. The response was a hug and sorry, I don't really want to do this. The person was obviously trying to be polite, but it was
1: said, trying to be nice. hmm. But I, said, I'm n- I'm normal, or something to that effect. It I well, was just like, oh, big oof.
2: Yeah. He gives Yuka a hug and says, I'm so, and like you can see from the look on his face, he's trying to be nice about it, but he, he says, I'm not a weirdo. Like he phrases it that harshly. And Yuka does, takes the bat as well as you can expect. It's, it's very, it's very genuinely painful for them.
0: Y- Yuka's got a pretty good um, comeback to that too of like when talking to the yugi about the fact, just like, I would he have hugged me if I were a girl? Like Mm -hmm. the hug was pity that they did not want.
1: Yeah, like
0: in all fairness, the entire conversation is essentially Yuka saying like, normal is stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't want to adhere to any roles because like it's basically just a monologue about like- And
3: that's what makes me think they're not trans. They might be like non-binary. I
0: I'd say gender fluid is a pretty
3: or gender fluid. gender
2: fluid or non-binary are definitely also options.
0: I, I would say based on what we've read so far, I would lean further to those because there's not like any Yeah, that's true. There's not any strong indication that Yuka views themselves as a woman as opposed to anything else. I think Yuka views themselves as Yuka. And also
3: there's also evidence in the reading that they don't reject being male or being female. They actually are a hodgepodge of both because um, they are identified as wearing male and female attire, depending on how they feel. Um, they respond to male and female pronouns.
0: One of the volumes have a bonus uh, for coma at the back where Yuka makes a joke about being a crossdresser. So it's not like that's
3: It's not like they're uncomfortable about that aspect of them. They're just like, why can't I just be?
0: Be me. Why can't people just accept how I want to be? Like, this is.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, that's why. I was being very hesitant with uh, like saying definitively this is what this is, because again, the text has not told us the text has given us a lot of hints and this will probably be revealed later, I'd be very interested to know.
0: One, one thing I will give. Uh, Yuguchi's got great listening ears cuz he is just sitting on the bench going like, "Wow."
3: Well, he picks up, he's like, "It does, it looks like Yuka's date didn't go well. I need to go talk to them." Like yeah, and immediately, yeah. <laughs> he he breaks away from his friends and says, "I need to go talk to them. It looks like things didn't go well."
0: Doesn't try and solve their problem, doesn't try and like go make the thing up. Doesn't confront the guy like cuz that's not Yeah, that doesn't help. He he's listening to someone he cares about is a weird their relationship is definitely
2: some care there.
3: They definitely do care about each other. Yeah. They're they're really good friends.
2: They're very close friends. They would just deny it if anyone ever said that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a very subtle bit of character development that we've seen with uh Yaguchi cuz not to say that like he didn't like listen to the boys when they were talking to him, but there was a very standoffish element to the way he listened to them and it's very clear with Yuka that he he is providing the sympathetic ear that they absolutely need, and you know he is being like he is genuinely listening to them and not you know trying to fix their problems or it, it, like he yaguchi absolutely does not pity yuka over this and is is you know just Totally understanding. It really goes to show how nice of a person Yaguchi uh, really is. Genuinely you know. is,
1: yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's a lot of angst that happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which we then do get some um, closure from because the next thing that actually, no, I'm sorry. The next thing that happens is the angst cycle of uh, Yaguchi going through um thinking he can be a good artist by copying others until Takahashi comes in and is like, wow, all your pieces look like you're just trying to impress someone. And that hits him to the bone.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's another reason why I don't... I I didn't have as strong a hate reaction to uh, Takahashi. I could see he was actually trying to genuinely help. It's just, he doesn't know how to people at all. And it makes him very, very obnoxious, but... (laughs) He was actually trying to help the thing that gets
1: me and like why I call Takahashi a gatekeeping little asshole is I I can't remember exactly where Takahashi says this. I think this might be here after the after the art museum, but Takahashi says to Yaguchi, why are you even here? Mm -hmm. Uh, You didn't need to choose art. You Mm -hmm. know, implying that Yaguchi, with his work ethic and his position, could he he genuinely could have gone into literally any field and been okay. and been okay, but he chose art. For some reason, Takahashi thinks that makes Yaguchi's dedication to art less authentic because Takahashi only has art.
0: Yeah, Takahashi is naturally talented only at art and has not put work effort into anything else. Like we we actually get that when um, the second assignment is, uh, uh, Takahashi's piece for the second assignment in Cram School has nothing impressive about it. Yep. Like it's not like anyone put effort into it. He was just really good at one
2: thing and... Yeah, it's it's technically fine, but it doesn't stand out like the other one did.
1: Meanwhile, Yaguchi's was praised Like not a lot, but uh, Oba said, this is pretty good. You've got a strong foundation here. That sort of thing.
2: I didn't hate Takahashi as much as everyone else, but yeah, he is really obnoxious because he is a gatekeeping little asshole. Mm-hmm.
0: Because he doesn't want to have to work harder because other people who aren't talented, are, he wants to be the best in the field by limiting the people who get on the field. Yeah,
2: and, like- and that's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's not a matter of him thinking that Yaguchi is in any way lesser to him. He's threatened by uh Yaguchi and his work ethic. Like he's he's lashing out. He's not doing this out of a sense of superiority. He's doing it out of fear. Yep. Because this is all he has. And if he gets squeezed out by someone like Yaguchi, he has nothing. But anyway, he doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah. Anyway, they do a practice exam.
1: Oh, it's Um, important to note that Yaguchi is like, man, uh. I think I'm starting to understand Yuka a little better after that like real heart to heart we had. It, it seemed like uh, we've got a bit of a connection going and maybe I can, you know, be a better friend to the to them. And, you know, elevator dings open and like it's the next day and Yuka's already gone up to another guy like, hey, you want to go on a date?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forget about nerds, I, I, uh, I'm all about jocks now. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite part is the jock says, hey, you want to come to the
1: fundoshi party later? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Ooh, ooh, just buff guys in their underwear. Count ooh. me in. <laughs> Which is weird, because he's asking. Um, Yaguchi that. Yaguchi, who isn't buff. So it's clearly, you want to be a spectator? Which, I can, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that date might go well. Uh,
3: uh, yeah, okay, that we date might go, go well. Shame. We clarify in the last episode, we do not clink shame. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's true, we don't. We also don't clink shame in case you're a yeah. fan of bad steel type Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh, Yuki, so, is amazing is is Yuki, the point of that Yuka's amazing they have an assignment Yaguchi scores like ridiculously well after like getting his life lesson and stuff and on the assignment and scores really high up and uh, Takahashi takes this to be like well I guess this cram school is worthless for me I'm gonna quit <laughs>
3: Oh my god, I just wanted- I just wanted to scream and be like, wow, you really are a little turd.
0: I'm not winning with no effort, so I guess (laughs) I'm gonna go home by myself.
2: I outgrew that, but I did that too. God, I hate how much I identify with this little- uh. he's
0: a little turd.
1: I'm just- Jake, the first step is admitting you have a problem.
2: Well, that's the thing. I grew out of this because, like, I recognize this is who I used to be, not who I am. But the fact that I feel this character <laughs> at the level I do is like I'm I'm cringing at my past self. I know my past self would think he's the best character in the whole thing. And that just. Uh, <laughs> why-,
0: why does the mangaka keep making this character out to be the bad guy?
2: He's like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that's me and I hate it. <laughs> Uh, Intervention, uh, Jacob. Devanka <laughs> is calling you out.
0: I mean, probably a few two years too late to yeah. yeah. Past Jacob. But, um, anyway, uh, after all this angst, uh, Yaguchi decides he needs to go see some art at uh, Tokyo University, otherwise known as G'day. Uh So he invites the boys along to go
2: on a college scout trip, and I'm like, good job. The boys. They're totally on board with it. They don't really get it, obviously, but they have a fun time. And like, honestly, and I love how their friendship has developed and become more real at this point. I love the fact they buy a bunch of beers at the college <laughs> festival
0: That's <laughs> in a panel and they just buy <laughs> beers.
1: Yaguchi doesn't get any, but he gets coffee, which apparently has the same effect as alcohol on him. And is it possible to learn this power?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Isn't that an Irish coffee? Yeah, maybe. Uh, that strikes me as the of backtracking on how much you're On the underage drank. drinking, yeah.
2: Like- well, I mean, honestly, I did get the impression, and I started to say this before, I did get the impression that before it was revealed that Du Bois were also students at the same high school, I thought that they were adults that Yaguchi hung out with. Mhm. So I kind of assumed that like he was drinking water while everyone else was drinking beer. Like, because that seems like something that he would do, but it's not clear on it. So In all fairness, he always is
0: sober the morning after, but like he does say he drinks in like an internal monologue. So it's like, what was the point of that? We sidestep that because, you know, his is underage drinking. Meanwhile, he still smokes. He smokes for him, too, which is a thing Yuka calls him out on like the first time they meet. He's like, you're only smoking because you want to be part of the cool guys. But then he totally just smokes whenever he wants to be an artist, too. So he's like, no, I do do this for me. Damn it.
2: (laughs) Well, I think the first time he does it for him is when he starts doing art. Almost almost in spite of about what Yuka said, because again, they may be friends, but they would deny it if they were asked.
0: Oh, but anyway, uh, the boys are running around the art school. Um, I can assume buzzed because they do get a
2: round of beers. At least one of them is definitely buzzed because they call him out on it. Yep. <laughs> you have already managed to have too much. How?
0: They also call uh, Yaguchi out on it because he's drunk off coffee because he's just so excited to be around art.
2: Yeah, Yaguchi has a, has strong like high on life energy in this scene.
0: But, like, the the main takeaway is Yaguchi sees all of the art that people at the college he's trying to go to are doing, and he's just like, I'm not near this level at all. I -hmm. need to do something, because there is still a giant chasm between me and the people who got accepted. Like, there is a sea of people who got rejected who are worse than these people. Yep. And he considers
1: himself to be at the same level skill level as that sea of rejects
2: one of the things that he notes and this will become uh, particularly relevant a little bit later is he notices that he doesn't really feel a connection to any of the pieces that while he's there like he recognizes that they are all far beyond his skill level but um you know when he was at the art museum you know like he had that connection with maori senpai's f100 canvas piece he has that connection with a couple of the pieces at the museum. and he's looking around at at the school he's trying to go to, and he's thinking, none of these speak to me the way those did. And like he
0: he then furthers that conversation along with a uh, grandma teacher, Seiki Sensei, where essentially what he comes down to is um, they were all technically amazing. but like, what was their artistic like what was like good about them? Yeah, what was their vision? Where was their heart? I think exam pieces is something that gets brought up by. um... This is where exam art happens it gets brought up by uh, Takahashi.
2: When because... Takahashi is giving his little gatekeeping, uh, I'm going to quit because I didn't win speech. You're all posers. Yeah, he. one of the things he says is, my piece only did so badly because I can't do exam art. And that was part of the gatekeeping element of it. It's like everyone else is fake, and that's why I didn't get first place.
0: What grandma kind of uh, comes down on is like, Yeah, because you obviously can't have an interesting exam without criteria. And unfortunately, a lot of art is subjective and has feeling behind it. So you can grade on technicality, but like a a piece evoking emotion from you or evoking emotion from the artist, like that's real hard to put a grade down on. So that's what they mean by exam art. But the fact someone would say that's kind of dismissive because she also doesn't like the fact someone that
2: uh, Yaguchi learned that term. Even brought it up. He has this conversation with her and then also later has a similar conversation with Uba. She outright says, yes, that was the thing the school used to do. We it doesn't do it anymore because of how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And people realize that once you read a certain reach a certain level of technical skill, like intentional exam pieces, only you know, reduces the quality of students who get in. People like using the fact that that used to happen as an excuse, cough, cough, Takahashi, not that she knows to make that comparison.
1: Oh, yeah. No, she doesn't put it as crudely as I'm about to. But uh, I do love the subtle jab (laughs) of uh, uh, Psyche sensei essentially going, lol, imagining thinking that exam art is still a thing. Lol, couldn't be me. (laughs)
0: Grandma's entire point, though, is uh, basically Yaguchi, she's like, hey, you're probably in a bit of an art slump, like you've been doing pieces to like fit the exam goal. And that's fine. You should be trying to work on the thing you need to get in. That's uh, perfectly reasonable. There are criteria there. But maybe you should do something just to feel, to challenge yourself, like to feel artistic. You should do an F-100. And he's like, what? That's a giant piece of canvas. Do it. I, I I really do not have the time to do
1: that. Do you know how much of a commitment that is? I know exactly how much of a commitment it is. That's why I'm suggesting it.
2: What are you what are you doing with all that sleep? Stop that right now.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I, I was sad because I heard I heard F-100 and I thought the F-100 Super Saber. And then I realized it's a type of canvas and no plain uh, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did we talk really- about Dark Yaguchi? Uh, I thought Dark
0: Yaguchi was the F-100.
2: Yeah, this is where we get dark, because it's like, there have been shades of Dark Yaguchi, but this is where it actually gets fully expressed. What what you're referring to is the panel.
0: That happens after he's decided to do the F-100, but he's been getting more and more frustrated with his art because he's hitting a wall. He's hitting, like, a barrier he needs to pass that Grandma correctly assigns. You need to not keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. You need to try something else and challenge yourself. Because what he's doing is he's hitting a wall of like, I'm copying good composition. I'm doing great on my composition. I am creating piece after piece after piece. Why aren't any of them great?
2: And one of the other problems that he's having is that he can't do something without a model. Yeah. All the drills he's done to make himself more technically proficient means that he has this crutch that he needs to see an object to transfer to his canvas. One of the big arc phrases of the series is um, art is communicating without words. Mm -hmm. And he, at this point, is getting very, very good. Like, he's not obviously top tier yet, but he's getting uh, very, very good at, like, doing a basic technical drawing of a thing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
2: but to be able to communicate the emotions he's feeling inside that expression he was so scared of at the beginning and he's getting better and better about as the series goes on he needs to be able to you know project something directly from his mind to the canvas and, and that's art and, and uh, that is the and f-100 and the big
0: problem that he was hitting over and over again was um he was being given like prompts and stuff that were very vague because there are prompts they should and his thought process was not, let me express myself on the canvas. It was, how do other people want to see this thing? What is the acceptable way to portray?
2: How do I get the prompt right?
0: Like And like one of them was, uh, the thing that motivates him to do the F-100 in the first place is, um, draw what you think a bond is. And what he did for his painting for the Cram School was he drew a bunch of strings because he was copying... An ex- uh, a piece that got someone accepted into a uh, good university yeah. was a bunch of strings on a table and Oba rips into him. She's just like, I do not believe you thought this is what a bond is. Explain it. You can't. What is this garbage? Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is the hammer coming down that he needs moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's great because Oba says, what do you actually think a bond is? And that phrase lives rent free in Yaguchi's head for a couple weeks.
2: Him deciding to do the F-100 canvas is the culmination of this has been going on for a while at this point, like um, a lot of these a lot of these plot elements are, you know, because it's like there are shades of this when he's at the art museum, like the bonds um, prompt has already come and gone by the time he goes there. And like you even when he does the initial bonds, he uses a couple of phrases in his head that are very particular, you know, um, it's something that is malleable, yet incredibly strong and durable. You can mold it, you can shape it, but it won't uh, bend or break or crack if it's hit with something like he says that. And he's like, but how do you draw that? And eh, strings bond things together. I'll just do that. Yeah. And that's, you know, what he gets teared torn into. It's like, no, don't just do the easy answer. Do the
0: challenging one. You're, you're going to a cram school for art. You should literally constantly be challenging yourself.
2: Yeah. The build up to it is something that is um, strong, that is moldable, malleable. The motif he finally settles on is metal that can be poured and molded into uh, different shapes and yet is still strong and durable, like a bond.
0: And Sam, here is where Dark Yaguchi is when he comes to this conclusion, where for some reason, there is a full page panel where Yaguchi (laughs) looks like a werewolf.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it's great. A series of several pages in this chapter where Yaguchi is in a state and he is just slashing at the canvas, painting with a lot of rage and passion, talking about how he's going to kill everyone with his art. And I'm like, okay,
0: calm down, boy. (laughs) Like. Knowing what I know about the mangaka and like her art, I 100% believe making him look like a werewolf in this panel is on purpose, like he's becoming yeah. feral. But she gives, she gives him fangs. Yeah, he, he has full on like wolf fangs. Yeah, yeah. In In a manga that doesn't normally go like surreal with its metaphors, this feels out of place
1: i mean i enjoyed it but you are right it does feel out of place <laughs>
0: it's great because it hits you out of nowhere but also weird choice when you've not done anything else like this in all fairness he also wasn't sleeping
2: so maybe he's just got a little <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little he's got a little cuckoo for Cocoa puffs at this point
0: i'm going to draw the perfect Cocoa puff (laughs) But how do I get the texture? right?
1: (laughs) So he does this honestly really freaking cool piece where Mm -hmm. it's a giant ball of liquid metal floating above a road.
0: Yeah, like reflective metal, which is just insane to To paint.
2: Yeah, on an F-100, like this canvas larger than him. It's like pouring into the road like the road is a mold. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: it's honestly a super freaking cool piece make it the background of your desktop
0: worthy he shows this off and it gets like a ridiculous amount of praise
1: yeah oba oba looks at it and is like over the moon with, yes,
2: you did it. You, you, <laughs> you listened it. to all the things I said. Exactly right. Yes.
0: My, my favorite part is he has to show this to her on his phone because there's uh-huh. no way he's bringing in the canvas. <laughs> <laughs> but the amount of happiness you see on her face to see this like tiny little phone image compared to like the full on paintings he's constantly giving to her. I just thought was great. Yeah, because
2: well, yeah, he great moment because there was a there was a break that he did the F-100 canvas over. But there was also uh, cram school over the break work that he brought all of that in and then was like, by the way, I also did it F100. Here's the picture because I couldn't bring it in. Yeah, I I did. (laughs) First
0: of all, they get their cram school homework for winter break. As people in the class are going like, that's ridiculous. Yuguchi puts his hand up like, hey, could I do 10 more?
1: (laughs) I love that moment. That, again, complete grind set. This kid is like, hey, that's a lot of work that you're assigning. Can I do, like,
0: triple that? Yeah, yeah, Yaguchi y- y- is great, but I had strong flashbacks in this scene to that one kid in school who's like, hey, you forgot to assign the homework for the <laughs> weekend. And I'm like, I'm it taking that, you I out I want to punch
2: that kid. So I, was, that. I was just going to mention that because one of the interesting things is if takahashi had said something like that you know it would have come out completely obnoxious and that would have been the only way to read him saying that but when yaguchi says it it does have that sort of vein to it but like it doesn't feel as like braggadocious or arrogant as that because he's just so deeply invested in improving in his art abilities it can- really goes to show the kind of character that he is that you can feel the hunger in the line and that and that hunger makes it makes it so much like more endearing rather than obnoxious, because that could have with a different character that would have come off completely differently.
1: Oh, you know, I I think the werewolf fangs aren't so terribly off because he's got that sort of lean wolf hungry energy to him throughout basically the entire manga after he
0: awakens to art. Yeah, I just realized we're in winter break already. We we skipped over uh, convincing his mom (laughs) that he wanted to be an artist. We did. Which he describes
1: oh. as the high-level quest, convince my mom.
3: <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's great because there's one part where he's trying to convince her that he can, like, do art. So he draws a picture of her, and her response is, this is supposed to be me. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just such an anti-mom response but also like she's not happy she's doing art instead of anything else at the moment well, so it kind of my makes
3: interpretation sense. was that she was kind of shocked to see that was his portrayal of her because i don't yeah. think she really sees outwardly how she appears mm-hmm. to other people
1: when yaguchi's drawing that piece he talks about how much Like, it's clear that he inherited his work ethic from his mom, because uh, something we didn't point out is that uh, Papa Yaguchi is out of a job. His his company folded. And that's why Mama Yaguchi is so like money conscious and wanting to make practical reasonable decisions for the family's future finance
0: so i don't think the dad is fully out of a job i think he's doing like weird part-time work at the time because he so, still is gone for periods of time i
2: think yeah. i think what happened is he had a company that was a startup that was his that folded and uh, when that folded he started working a regular nine to five job he, he works construction now like he yeah he works construction now
1: And mom also has several uh, part time jobs. Yeah,
3: which is why it was so heartbreaking. You know, when she was when she first gleaned that he wanted to go to art school and she's like, I guess I'll have to take or was it cram school? She's like, I guess I will have to find another part time job.
0: He he paid for cram school on his own. It's it's when they it's when they accepted that he's going to art school and they looked up what the public university is still going to cost them. And they're like, oh, my God.
3: And I like legitimately almost cried because I'm just like, how many? Cause it cause the way it was worded, and it could just be the translation, but the way it was worded was so heartbreaking. I'm like, how many part-time jobs, quote unquote, is she already working? She's to like, maintain? I'll have to take
0: another one. Because it, apparently his tuition's gonna be like twenty thousand dollars a year or something, like for a public university.
3: But it also has larger financial implications because it's like they couldn't even Like, maybe they wouldn't be able to get a loan or anything. She's like, I'll have to get another job. It's not even like, Mm. I I don't know. It it was just, it was just that those words in particular really struck a chord. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this poor woman. Yeah. And, and
2: that does such a good job of preventing her from being a villain. Because all of this is not, it's not even coming from the fact that she's concerned about how she will be living you know, like, her financial state, she's scared about Yaguchi's financial state moving forward into his adult life.
3: Yeah, she's legitimately, like, super mom energy of, like, I just want what's for my son.
2: When she gets the the piece that Yaguchi had done of her, there are so many emotions, uh, the reaction to it, because at once there's, like, the oh, this isn't exactly going up in a museum, is it? But I can't say that out loud because I'm a mom. Because she has that mm-hmm. mental reaction. But then there's also the fact that like, it is so expressive and she does see the passion behind it. But then, and the thing that actually causes her to ultimately break down and give in and accept that this isn't just a hobby. Because like when um, she initially finds the thing, she's like, okay it can be a hobby he'll do something reasonable and then the art will be a hobby that's fine i can accept that and like she's rationalizing it and you know this is iguchi going to her saying no this is this is what i want to be my full-time job this is what i want to be my everything the thing that actually makes her break down and give and accept this is that perhaps this is my interpretation? Because I don't know if this is outright like stated or anything. But the fact that he draws her facing away, like that's the thing that seems to get under her skin the most. Like her, her earnest need to uh, see her son like prosper in his own adult life has turned her into almost a stranger. You know, the 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 separation of him, of. Um, her facing away is like the thing that causes the most reaction to her Mm -hmm. at least by my read definitely an emotional
0: scene for a lot of things like there's a lot of emotion in all the characters faces like even when dad gets involved it's like pure pride and just like look it might be hard but like a man's gotta like do what he wants in life because like if if I think you're right, Jacob, that he must have like had something he wanted to do and failed and is now doing construction. But he also says he's not that hard of a worker. So again, Yaguchi
1: got all of his uh, grind set from his mom.
2: And, you know, one of the one of the other things and, you know, owing to the idea that, you know, a man's got to do what a man's got to do mentality from uh, the dad is that Yaguchi doesn't understand why his dad loves baseball so much because it's like you're not the one doing anything. You're just tracking the stats of other people's accomplishments. You know, he finds fulfillment in, you know, crunching those numbers just casually for himself in the way that uh, Yaguchi finds the fulfillment and art. And that's why it's so much easier for him to accept Yaguchi wanting art. But mom is all, but what are you actually going to do? hmm
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. They're really a good complement to each other, I think. Yeah. And it's Oh, just, they're a great
2: couple. Yep.
3: Yeah. yeah. I just feel I just empathize more so with mom. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: like with Oh no, I a hundred percent empathize with dad. His dad is a bro. He's just like, no, you should do what you want in life and I will support you. And I'm like, cool. Also, don't be a nerd. Go get friends. Yeah.
2: <laughs> cool dad is cool. So so is that is that two in camp dad and two in camp mom? Because I, I identify with the mom way more.
0: I
1: think, I think that's
2: fair.
0: Okay, Takahashi, I see why you would identify with mom.
2: <laughs> God damn it.
0: Hey, 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 hey.
1: hey. <laughs> I'm mad cuz <'cause> you're right. <laughs> We're not bullying Jake anymore for this.
0: <laughs> okay. But uh yeah, so that happened at some point um
1: yeah, before the F-100 that happened.
0: The things that happen at school are kind of separate from what happens at cram school, but they're interspersed in the manga in a way that makes sense. It's just looking back on it, they feel like two different tracks.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and there is a lot of cases where, like, different stuff builds to other things. Because, like, we were talking so much about the the Bonds prompt. That was, like, very, very early on in cram school. So and, and that had been laced through everything leading up to the point where it became a plot point.
0: Yeah, and what happens is, um, because to get back, we're still talking about uh, Yaguchi's art piece. Uh, After getting praised for how good his, um, like, Bonds' metal painting is, uh, he kind of keeps coasting on his success for a bit. He keeps painting things that are essentially the same thing.
2: And uh, Oba-sensei rips into him for it.
1: I forget what the actual prompt is, but uh, he essentially just creates the same painting, but replaces the metal ball with a mouth.
2: Yeah. And like
0: he gets like bottom ranked in that, like he gets last place of the class. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, what happened? And (laughs) Oba-sensei is just like, Hey, you didn't think you could just keep coasting off succeeding once, right? If you want to be an artist professionally, you never get to take a break. You just need to keep succeeding. And he's like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, kid. You wanted a nine to five. There's there's still time. You could go do that.
0: No. OK, then. If you want a job that just expects the bare minimum of you and never challenging yourself, Art is not for you, and he's just like, "Oh, I need some motivation. (laughs) Meanwhile, Yuka, I need to get out of town. Yuka
1: is incredibly depressed for reasons shown off screen, and I'm mad about it because I like Yuka and
0: I want to know their story. Uh, Off screen? (laughs) A lot of it gets shown on screen. It's very dark for the rest of the tone of this manga. Well, okay, we get, we get a scene.
2: It's the context that's off screen. Yeah, this is the reason why a lot of the elements of Yuka are so ambiguous. They don't directly explain because, you know, it's not Yuka's story, it's Yaguchi's.
1: There there are several chapters of Yuka being incredibly grumpy and angsty before we get this scene. And I'm like, what's going on with Yuka? I need to know. And then we get that one scene and I'm like, oh, my God, they, we got more of this context. I need to know. And, and then we, we go back to Yaguchi. I'm like, I understand why this is happening. That doesn't mean I have to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, so the scene is essentially uh, Yuka is in their room, not quite crying, but basically crying. Very much brooding.
2: They're Yeah, they're in a very,
0: very severe, depressive funk. With the strong implication being because the father is not yelling at Yuka, but is yelling, I think, at his wife or maybe grandma. It's not quite sure. They're yelling off screen with the strong implication that he just got in a fight with his child like severely Mm -hmm. and his response is why can't i have a normal son
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so doubling down on the react the rejection of the other guy why can't you just be normal
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but this probably hurts like 10 times Well,
3: yes it's your it's your parent yeah, it's a
2: yeah. parent.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. And then we have
1: grandma being very sweet, bringing snacks and calling Yuka by their preferred
2: name, not calling them Ryuji. Because that's the other thing that hurts so bad about the scene is that Yuka's father refuses to call them Yuka.
3: It's interesting because you isn't. It- their Yuka is derived from their last name. So wouldn't that be weird for the father well, because that's also his last name?
0: I think I think the preferred name is something we don't have strong confirmation of because the four coma I'm also referencing does use their full name and they seem fine with it. So I well,
3: think it's less it's more of the rejection of their identity as opposed to the, what they prefer to be called.
1: Yeah. And well, yeah, way. and even in even in that four coma, Yuka says, Call me Yuka. The first time uh Yukuchi calls Yuka Ryuji. Yuka says, don't call me by that name. And then when grandma shows up, grandma calls them Yuka. And that's when they perk up and act like they're really responding to what's being said.
2: Yeah. And um, really
0: responding is kind of debatable because they do run away from home. Everything's (laughs) relative.
3: But I'm just saying, like, like, even if that were explained, I just think the context is a little different because the preferred name is derived from the family name.
2: Yeah. It, well, it's a nickname based off of the last name. But again, the, the big thing about this is it's very intriguing and, intriguing and engaging because they are uh, the uh, the mangaka is withholding the context that would explain all of these questions.
1: Yeah, the, the point I'm getting at is that Ryuji feels like big dead name energy.
2: Hmm.
0: Definitely the energy of the scene. Yes, I'm
2: that's sort of why uh, Sam and I. I think you're you're probably closer to the mark with uh, gender fluid, but Sam and I from that scene got trans vibes from that. Mm-hmm. But again, the context is missing, and that's what makes the storyline so engaging. Yes. I want to know what that context is.
1: As Matt said, Yuka kind of runs away from home a little bit.:
2: Yeah, I, a little bit. does uh, do they get a
0: text from um Yuka?: No, Mori, or does do they text Mori? Because that's what happens when they run away from home. I'm pretty sure
1: Mori invites Yuka to uh, visit campus and, you know, say hi, hang out. And uh, Yuka's like, can I bring uh, Yaguchi? Sure. And then Yuka uses this as an excuse to get Yaguchi to go visit Mori and then not actually go on campus.
0: Ditches him at the train station, like,
1: and it just dips, yeah.
0: Because again, Yuka, queen of making plans and then not going along with them. Yep.
1: This
3: one's options. I just want options.
1: I, I really feel bad for Mori in this scene because Yaguchi just wanders in, finds her <laughs> art studio, looks at one of her pieces and is like, God damn, I remember why she inspired me to get into art so much. I need to leave like right
0: now. <laughs> it's It's more than that, though. It's he knew what he loved about her paintings were the angels. And um. like when he saw her painting, it wasn't that. It was prayer beads and a hand clasped together. And he's just like, this is not what I was expecting. But then he gets like the theme in his head of like he remembers Maury saying to him, like her art is a prayer. And while she was doing angels, she's still doing her art. She's just doing it in a different way, which was exactly what he needed to hear of like, I have succeeded once. I can succeed again. I am just going to do it my way.
2: He needs to find his own unique artistic voice. The the point that I'm getting
1: at is that Mori invited her friends over and then both of them ditched.
0: Ditch. One of them didn't even intend on coming is the big thing.
2: Yeah. yeah. Ships passing in the night, Yaguchi leaves a note for her. <laughs> like, I feel so bad.
1: Sorry, I have to leave. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I, we I, didn't
0: see each other. I'm honest. I think the note would be worse than just anything. Like, because that means you made the trip went there and decided I'm not going to wait around for you. Yeah, like I think that's significantly worse. (laughs) I feel really bad for Mori Senpai in this scene. Well, because Mori was also like going through a tough time. It's like, yeah, I'd I'd appreciate seeing my friends. Oh, no, they're neither of them are going to even attempt to contact me. Okay, cool. (sighs) Great. (laughs) It's oh. it's big oof, yeah. Yaguchi's working on the like 50 pages of extra homework he took on for winter break, trying out different
1: um, tools. He uh, borrows some th- some, I think, sewing equipment from his mom. He he, he steals a bunch of stuff from his mom
2: <laughs> and there are just scenes of his mom going around different drawers wondering where all her stuff is. And it's, and it's like I don't regret accepting the art thing, but you're not making it easy, son. <laughs> Dad's <laughs> just watching
0: baseball laughing.
3: I just, he could alleviate all of this if he just, you know, told her and or asked her Hey, I'm moving your stuff. Oh, taking. It also
2: it also would have been nice if he did more than leave a note for his friend and inspiration. I mean, <laughs> like, the thing is, and like this is also an important thing about Yaguchi as a character, all of this comes off as extremely innocent. If he wasn't characterized the way he was, he would be extremely hateable for the way he's acting right now. <laughs>
0: He gets very focused on things, and luckily we get to follow along and see that he's actually focusing on these things, not just ditching people.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. Which, uh, speaking of ditching people, (laughs) he is uh, working through New Year's Eve.
3: Oh, yes. New Year's Eve.
0: The boys are out drinking, going around. See, I I think they're actually not drinking, in all honesty. Not yet. They
3: just just haven't sent in an invitation of like, hey, are you going to come out with us?
0: I, I refuse to believe the boys didn't pregame. I'm I'm self-inserting. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I buy that. I think there's one of them who is pretty overtly the one who's always drunk first.
0: Fair, but um, they're like, "Yo, we should call Yaguchi out," and they're like, "Nah, he's doing art." And then they call him, but he doesn't pick up because I I think he left his phone at home. Is how no. the scene.
1: No, he didn't. Takahashi pressured by his mother because like, son, you're such a little punk. Go make friends. <laughs> Well, it's
0: it's worse than that.
1: It's, and she um, actually
3: responds and says, I'm so sorry, I failed you as a, as a mother.
0: Because he has said, I don't have any friends before. And she goes on like this self-deprecating thing of like, I fail you as a mother because
2: I... <laughs> you kind of did. Well, I mean, like, but like, the thing is, there's also like a sarcastic energy to it. Like, I kind of get the impression that she knows that this is on him. It's a lot of mom guilt-tripping, but also could probably be either-or. Yeah. It very well might be a combination, but yeah, she, she guilts him into... He
0: only has three numbers home. in his phone. His mother, Hashida, and... I. Does he not have Hashida's number in, then? No, no, it No, isn't. he does. He has so, three yeah. numbers in his phone, and he calls your Gucci, because he had to pick
2: one. Yep. I think, so, it's, I think it's that it's his home phone... Uh, Yaguchi and Hashida is what it is
0: he- he definitely has their numbers for some reason. I assume it has to be a cell phone because that's the only way it makes sense that they would have each other's numbers because they only ever did one thing together, and that was meet up at the
2: museum.
1: Oh, no, they also randomly met up at the Gidai Culture Festival where Takahashi's mom was also there and was like, oh, you're friends with my son. That's right. That's... That was
2: how that was how Yaguchi's number got in. And then um, Hashida's number was in because they went to the same high school. And I'm pretty sure it's specifically that he has his home phone num like his home phone landlock in his contacts. Regardless,
0: what happened was he got guilt-tripped into his his mom and calling his one friend to see if they wanted to hang out on New Year's, hoping Yaguchi didn't pick up. Unfortunately, he's a good boy who always makes time for people, so he picked up the phone and was like, oh, hey! Yaguchi is like, oh, man, I have a
1: chance to dunk on Takahashi. Sorry, lads. I'll find you after the countdown.
0: He, he he doesn't frame it that way. That's definitely how the audience feels. That's how I felt after the scene at the end. But as I was reading this, I'm like, did did Yugoji ditch his friends for this punk he doesn't like? Kind of. because but... it's, it's not like he was too busy to hang out with them.
2: It's he ditched them for, and then. Well, no, he actually was too busy, like, because he was going to work through New Year's. And he makes time for Takahashi, but I wasn't he, making time for his friends. Well, no, I think
1: he expressly said to his friends, uh, sorry, guys, I can't make the countdown, but I'll find you afterwards for the
0: after part. After he's already decided he's going out with Takahashi is the thing. He wasn't planning on going out
2: at all. Basically, the reason he uh... Uh, accepts going out with Takahashi uh, and spending time with him is because Yaguchi guilt[s] himself into doing it because he's like, boy, he really doesn't have any friends. If he resorted to calling to me, who he has openly said he loads me multiple times, he yeah. definitely needs a friend, doesn't he? Crap, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go do that.
3: Oh, so much pity.
0: Yeah, there, there is. There's a there's definitely a memory back there of that strong. Like, this person needs a friend to hang out with. Oh, man, I understand why this person doesn't have many friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: but uh, Takahashi and Yaguchi are walking around the the festive atmosphere in New Year's Eve, Tokyo. Yaguchi keeps, bless his heart, he keeps trying to strike up conversation and Takahashi's just like, I don't like
0: snacks. I don't like people. I don't like crowds. I don't want to share. I don't want to share from a cup. I would rather have my own portion, but I guess I'll drink from your... That was such a weird extra chapter. It was. It's, it's essentially just like shipping bait of like, hey, you want to drink from my cup? Okay. I don't like backwash. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yaguchi's
1: just like, man, this kid, I'm just going to look around and observe the scenery and use my new... Uh, art powers to wonder how I would render this stuff on a canvas. Oh man, I wouldn't have half this drive if it wasn't for Takahashi being such a little punk. <laughs>
0: hmm. oh, what's that? The countdown's happening right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, happy New Year. Everyone's clapping, and this is when Yaguchi decides instead of kissing his rival to um, explain to him, you know, you're really cool, but I hate your guts.
1: I this is my favorite panel in the whole manga because Yaguchi says I like you, Yodosuke-kun, but I also hate you so much. It makes me sick.
0: Meanwhile, everyone else around them is clapping. Happy New
1: Year. It's such yeah. a good panel. cheering. It is, it is my favorite panel in this whole manga because
0: I'm like, yes.
1: Tell this little bastard what he has to hear. <laughs>
0: This is supposed to be a happy moment and you're using it to dunk on someone's
2: flaws. Good. (laughs) And again, over here, I have a bit of a different interpretation because the simple fact of the matter is Takahashi's problem is he can't say what he means. And Yaguchi being that unabashedly honest with him and telling him that he has a lot of good qualities and he... Uh, likes him for his good qualities, he appreciates him and he deeply respects him, but your attitude is garbage, and I wish you didn't act like that. Yaguchi isn't saying this to be mean. He's trying to help, and in all honesty, that's really what Takahashi needs. True, it
1: is. I'm just enjoying the bloodbath a bit more.
2: Again, again, it's it's very much the different... There's a strong theme in this manga that tough love is necessary. There's actually another layer to it. It's that it's not, you know, you need tough love. You also need a gentle touch sometimes. And right now, what Takahashi really definitely needs is a kick in the pants. And I liked that scene because it seems like the moment that is going to facilitate takahashi's character growth to stop being such a little turd i feel i feel like this is a moment of character change and i i wanted that for him you know my my reaction to takahashi is he's obnoxious but i want him to be better you know and that very much is a moment facilitating that idea
1: I also want him to be better, but it's very much out of, gosh, uh, god damn, I wish, he, I wish he was any other way.
2: I wish he was different in any way.
0: <laughs> also wish he was out of the manga.
2: No, I'm- <laughs> that, is, that is the very, like, <laughs> me over here with the slightly different reaction from everybody. <laughs> you don't have to worry about making fun of me, I'm making fun of myself. I think everyone cringes at their past self, though, so. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Not me, I've never made any mistakes. <laughs>
2: I should have known that was coming.
1: (laughs) Anyway, uh, that is essentially bringing us to the end of our reading. And so it's time we get into the uh, last bit of our discussion here. Favorite character, everybody. I'll start off. uh, I've said it a few times. I'll say it again. Yuka is absolutely my favorite character because damn, their journey is the most fascinating one that uh, just I am very much intrigued by what Yuka is going through. I I wish that Yuka was the main character of this manga in a sense so we could get more of it. But uh barring them, uh definitely Grandma Teacher is the coolest. The coolest of the, all the cool teachers that we have ever experienced on this podcast. So uh, I'm I'm about it.
2: Uh Jacob. I, I would probably second Yuka. Yaguchi is definitely a very like he's an extremely endearing character. And, and one of the my favorite aspect of him as a character is that he starts off as the kind of uh, I'll, you know, I'll I'll fake it till you like me type character. But like by the time we get to the end of our reading, that element of him is so completely gone. And he's just so like the real him is just so like reflexively nice. You can't not like him as a character, but Yuka is definitely by far the most interesting character from like a, you know, like character development perspective and just like exploring how that character actually works. So, uh Yuka is is my favorite, but uh, definite definitely a close second for Yaguchi.
1: All right. How about you, Jay? Who's your favorite character? Wait, do we even need to ask?
3: <laughs> okay. So, as we all know, Hashida's my my prime time number one. Um a, <laughs> a close second is isan um, for obvious reasons. I like their style and um I also would like to explore more of the trials and tribulations they're currently experiencing. I also would like to know more about their art because you know it's they are an artist and we don't really get to, to experience their Japanese art. Um and um Seki sensei. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, and Matt Um, I mean not to dunk on anyone But I guess I'll start off with I'm surprised Yuka ranked so highly Cause like, I, I don't know My my main thing was that Yuka got set up to be like a rival early on But like, for a manga about people being good at art It's weird we never see any of their paintings So like, they feel such, so ancillary to like everything mm. That I I find it hard, like, the very first chapters make them out to be, like, secondary main character. I think they're on the cover of Volume 2, but, like, I've never felt like of all the characters, they are, like, a main character, kind of. I don't know. I I, Clearly, I'm in the minority on that, so whatever. Mm. But, um...
1: I mean, it's a fair
0: stance to take. I feel like their story is interesting and could be told, but, like... I don't feel like it's super integrated into the one we're like reading, you know? Yeah. It feels like a fully side story, which nothing wrong with those. It's just interesting. Um, as far as favorite characters, I don't know. Y- 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 Yamaguchi is a is hard to say no to because we just get to see his entire journey. Yeah, and then um, cram school teacher uh, Oba Sensei just hilarious. I love her, but I was
2: hoping someone would shout her out, too. Because like yep. fun answer
0: is her. Serious answer is uh, Yamaguchi Yaguchi, Jeez. Yeah, I said his name yeah. wrong both times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Yamaguchi is the mangaka. Ha, huh, they stole their own last name.
1: <laughs> 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 There's a lot of uh, talk of mostly surrounding Yuka's story in terms of gender but there's also uh some hints of like the fluidity of sexuality in this manga did, did we want to discuss any of that again it's primarily uh yuka focused plot point but yuka
2: is the one that is it's most focused on but there was something that i noticed because i mentioned not liking like the normal manga panel stuff but one of the things that i couldn't help but notice and this is something that i actually really appreciate uh, that element of the art because it actually sets up yuka's story really well there are like certain cues that are used to delineate male and female characters in manga most of the time this manga doesn't use them it can actually be really hard to peg someone's gender at a glance um and yeah
1: like i didn't realize hashida was a dude
2: for the longest time <laughs> i didn't realize hashida was a dude one of the art club members i thought was a guy until we got a full body shot of the him. otaku the otaku. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yep, and, Yeah. And the, that one is way more easy for me to peg why. It's because she has such a prominent uh, jawline. And it's not to say that she doesn't look feminine, because once I realized that she was a girl... Boom, I got it. I totally understood. But I didn't notice it right away. And there's also a lot of cases where, you know, like, Matt even called out, like, the whole New Year's Eve thing was almost, like, it was almost overtly shipping bait between Yaguchi and Takahashi. And, like... There's so much of a focus in the story about the um, art as uh, art as expression, as language without words. Something as intimate as something like gender identity and sexuality. There, there's such an element of like discovering the characters with them and alongside them. I think it's maybe the reason why I attach to Yuka's story so strongly because the 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 character design is built to facilitate looking at things that way was something that I immediately noticed.
1: I don't know how much more I have to say. You kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, This is clearly a a manga, not just about the expression of self through art, but the expression of self in all ways. And the fact that the breadth of human experience is, is incredibly broad. And so expressing yourself is going to inevitably tread across some boundary lines. And you shouldn't be afraid of that
0: to a much lesser degree. We also kind of get that with uh, Yaguchi um, is he has dyed hair or bleached hair and piercings. And that's just who he is. But like when he goes to cram school, people who haven't seen him are like put off by the fact he looks like a punk and like he has to come to terms with it.
3: He just also happens to be have an excellent worth ethic and not and be very good academically and passionate.
0: Like he there is also a level of like, no, I just like the way this looks. I like Mm -hmm. looking this way and like, that's fine. I should be able to do that. Like it's.
3: But but I feel like they don't really focus on that. Like, I think no, I I, there's validity to what you're saying, but what I read was they were more on edge because that they were applying the fact that that's what delinquents wear. But once he obviously proved himself of like, I also am very intelligent, I'm also very passionate about art, they were more at ease with it. Like, it's kind of like the whole idea of like tattoos and Yakuza affiliation in Japan. It's like, is this person gonna be trouble? Oh no, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I I was just saying that was another small example of like the same kind of theme of people are making like prejudiced
2: assumptions of people. Preconceived notions about a character making assumptions about a character
3: they are also not wrong he's he kind of is a delinquent he just doesn't have he doesn't have the qualities that people would normally associate with delinquency as in he's not passionate about anything constructive and he doesn't do well academically well he does that and he's still a delinquent yeah he's, he's
2: not the type he's not the type to throw a punch that's actually another really good example of um his uh hair and piercings are he totally did that to fit in with the boys but once he gets into art, he realizes that he likes the way he looks and he'd do this anyway. Like, that's another really good example of Yaguchi putting on airs. But once he, you know, starts expressing himself, he realizes he actually really likes who he is. Oh, no, we don't
0: know what he was like before he dyed his hair and got his ear. No,
2: that's like. true, too. That's true, too.
0: He He could have just been following his dad's advice of like, do something fun. Like, Maybe
3: it was his dad's idea.
0: Actually, actually, hold on. Does his dad have blonde hair? Now that I'm thinking back on,
3: it? yeah,
1: I think it might
0: be gray. Oh, you're right. You might have. It might be gray.
2: It's hard to remember dad because normally he's laying on the couch. In, the uh... other thing is the other thing is I don't think he was in any of the early part of the chapter color panels. Mm-hmm. So no. we ne- we would only ever see like if he has blonde hair or.
3: We know his mom's hair. we know his mom's hair is dark, but his dad's well, hair is definitely lighter
0: well, well, we'll we'll find out when he's in a suit when uh, Yaguchi
2: gets accepted into college. yeah, um, yep. um and uh, speaking of uh yaguchi's fu- uh, future uh, plot predictions, I guess my whole thing
0: when I was reading this was I was kind of initially, I got a little confused with um how the pacing was going because it felt like it started halfway through high school and then suddenly we're on summer and then winter break within, like, quick succession. And then, like, it feels like the entire point of this is his, it's leading up to his application into college. Whether or not it's going to actually also be in college is a different thing, but, like, it felt weird to start it in, like, the middle of high school, but then also, just realistically, you can't, start it any earlier and have the same story and you definitely can't start it later without stretching believability of I just discovered art six months before I graduate (laughs) that's probably not enough time but like I don't know it the pacing was weird but then when I kind of got into the fact that this isn't about the pacing this is about character interactions that kind of tempered that but uh plot predictions like he obviously is going to go to college Everything is leading up to this is the training arc to the tournament. that is actually it is described as a tournament, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. No, it is. It is framed in that way. Yes.
0: Yep. So um, yeah, that's really all it can go. And like on a more casual level, it's uh, probably um, probably honestly is Takahashi getting brought out of his shell a little, I would assume. And I have nothing to back this on. But I wouldn't be surprised if they shipped, if there was, like, some kind of weird, like, main hero and heroine shipping that happens between Yuka and Yaguchi. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that would come from.
2: Well, they're, they're, they have a very close, very genuine bond. Like,
0: it's, it's kind of like a brother-sister bond, which just, to me, like, naturally cuts off romantic tension. mm. I don't. No, if you think differently, that was a mean joke. So I apologize. Um,
2: I could see them settling on it being a more brotherly, sisterly bond, but I also think that their their relationship is so contentious that I don't think they really have decided what they are to each other yet. Yeah. And there's a lot of cases where, honestly, Yaguchi has like shipping moments with a lot of characters he's just completely oblivious for yeah
1: and there there is a certain amount of harem energy in this manga,
0: yeah. so does anyone else get the feeling like Mori has got a crush on him? Oh, yeah,
2: oh, yeah. I think I think they both have a crush on each other
0: okay yeah i i got I got a strong one way crush with Mori.
3: yeah. I got a strong one way crush because I don't think that she thinks i I definitely think right. that she thinks he's cute. I definitely don't think she has the same depth of a crush as much as like
0: I definitely do.
3: Because she was kind of taken aback the fact that he held so much esteem in her work mm. and in her. She was kind of surprised that, you know, he wanted to celebrate her, give her a gift and all this other stuff. And she's just like, I just liked you and thought you were neat and would want to join our art club.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely don't buy that when they did the art trade. She's just like, I love your art so much. I'm like, Yaguchi's not that
2: good right now. <laughs>
0: this is... V- still relatively early on
2: he's in the yeah he's in the process of improving (laughs) um yeah the and you know when i say both on each other one of the things that i think maybe i should clarify is the way i see that yaguchi seeing uh maori is um like he admires her very deeply and like if he thought about it he might realize that he has feelings for her and honestly Again, he has that energy with a lot of characters and like fundamentally, like Yaguchi is just a very giving person.
3: That in turn turns people onto him and he's just like, what? I was just being nice. It's not my fault people like me.
0: I just want to go through life without any of these pesky relationships and all of you keep trying to force your (laughs) heteronormativity on me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I thought we were talking about (laughs) Yaguchi.
2: (laughs) <laughs> we are talking about being Gucci. <laughs> for for me, plot predictions, I could totally see the story going that way. Like, certainly not emphasizing it because it's very clear what the main, you know, meat of the story is. I could totally see, like, that being uh, character conflict that gets uh, m- uh, more seriously addressed moving forward.
1: For me, uh... So I don't know when this manga came out, but...
3: I think it was serialized 2017.
1: And I don't have the dates off the top of my head, but it probably came out after the sports festival of Hiroaka, which was like, hey, you know, the main character can lose tournaments, right? I know know it wasn't the first one to do that, obviously, but it, it is one of the most popular manga in recent memory to do that. And so I wouldn't be terribly surprised if Yaguchi flubbed his first exam attempt to get into G'dai and then had to go through like the immense struggle of, no, I can do this. Other people have tried multiple times and still gotten in. Seriously,
0: I, I, I just I need a little more time. I can do this. I just need to practice. I know what I'll do. I'll backpack around France learning from the great masters.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I would not put it past him. So. That's like my big plot prog- uh, plot prediction. I think he'll flub his first chance and then like on a subsequent opportunity, he'll get into G'day. Uh I have no real predictions about romantic plot progression. Uh, basically everything that you guys have proposed, I can see happening. I have no strong feelings one way or
0: another. Clarify, <laughs> I also don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I just couldn't see it happening. Yeah.
1: Yep. So uh, that brings us to the end of our reading uh, and our episode. Thank you everyone for again, tuning in to the Over Manga cast to make sure to follow us on all the social medias where we are at Over Manga cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, find us at at OverMangaCast on YouTube, where you can uh, leave comments on the videos of the episodes. That's a good way to directly engage with us. You can also leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. And of course, you can like DM us on Twitter and tell us that we
0: have bad opinions and Jake's a heathen for not enjoying the art manga. Or also, you know, DM us on Twitter if you want to force us to read something, which um... Not saying this happened, but someone did DM us on Twitter and said we should read something. And now that's what we're reading next week. So um, thanks a lot. Next week, we're reading Gintama chapters 1 through 31.
1: That's that's a lot we haven't done.
2: (laughs) We haven't done that much in a while
0: what we normally do for shonen jump series and all fairness.
2: yeah yeah we yeah. we have lately been having uh pretty uh pretty uh, robust chapter page counts recently so back to our roots a little bit
1: yep so we're reading gintama chapters 1 through 31 so uh read up on that if you want to join us and we'll see you
2: all next week good night everybody good night everybody
3: good night